Welcome to Swat Flies Telling Lies. Got a first time uh, recording while we're cruising Catch Can podcast. Uh, like to introduce yourself. Yeah, hi, this is Grant. And then, uh, well, I'm almost here. Oh, gotta put your. Uh, oh, yeah. Keep on <laughs> oh, shit. And then we got the dude in the back seat. Yeah, actually, yeah. He's the first, uh, he's the first timer. <laughs> First time around the podcast. Sorry, people. All right, now we're ready to rock. No more beeping noises. Uh, so we were at a local uh, New York cafe, which is a good place to go. They got awesome hot chocolate, coffee, and such. But there was just an echo with how many people <laughs> were there, so just kind of forced our hand to try something a little bit different which is fine first time so uh let's get the ball going huh yeah right on i'm gonna i'm gonna turn around because I, I realize the closer we get to saxman the uh the more he's gonna get ramped up because he thinks we're gonna go for a walk oh so, so I'm, gonna, I'm gonna bring us back into town so he doesn't so he doesn't start freaking out nice <laughs> Yeah, well, well, thanks for having me on, man. I uh, I was hoping to talk about, um, you know, I guess anything, but one of the things I really wanted to talk about was this uh, this this election, particularly the House District 36 election, um, how vital it was, and and about how really how important the native vote is in making sure that we do not forget that, um, and and we keep. We, we keep staying engaged. We make sure that our young people are engaged. Uh, you and I just had a talk about how as we've gotten older, um, you know, it, we, you, you kind of pick your head up and you look around and you're like, oh my goodness, all the stuff that that wasn't important 20 years ago yeah. is all very important now. <laughs> We're like, you know, maybe we need to start paying attention. Yeah, it's... Uh okay think of think about this 20 years ago i was living in springfield oregon and the whole hanging chad incident happened it was the presidential election in florida uh-huh. and it took literally until december to de- to declare a winner right right and even then it was uh i can't think of his name now uh, i almost said bob dole but it uh, isn't gore gore yep he he conceded right right uh-huh. yeah yeah and if I remember correctly, he, that was another one, and I'll, I'll, don't quote me, I will have to check the records, but that was another one where um, Bush did not win the popular vote, vote. it was a, it was purely came down to electoral votes. Yep. Uh, and, and so I think that's another conversation that we need to have, maybe not necessarily on this podcast, but possibly if we have the time of, of what in the world are we going to do about this electoral college? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and is it really... Is it really set up to represent the will of the people? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, things. Uh, there's, there's a. Oh, sorry. That's, that's a, all good. The, the dog. The dog's like. I'd like to make a point. Yeah, we're with you, man. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, 
you know, I, I think when it comes to politics, you know, you know uh, one, of, one of the most important things that, that we can do as a, as a community, as, as older people, is yeah. make sure that our young people know what's going on. Uh, we, we talk to them like adults at a young age, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, grab them, with, you know, because kids are, kids, children are inherently inquisitive. Yeah. They want to know things. Uh, and 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 a lot of uh, a lot of what children will ask is stuff that they're exposed to, that that they want to know more about. And and I think that as a community, we have an opportunity to to learn more about what's happening in the political arena, and then being able to engage our young people into these conversations. Yeah. Uh, as, like I said, as young as possible. So if, if 14, 15, 16, let them know what's going on. Let them know how, how it's impacting uh, their own community, their own people, the state, the nation, and allow the, 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 um, the, the inherent nature of young people to be inquisitive allow them to be exposed to these things so they want to learn more about them and i think that's really important because again when we go back to the house district 36 election um i think it really highlighted underlined an exclamation pointed how vital it is we do not have the wrong people in office you know it was very apparent that we had somebody that was running for office that was completely unsuited for our communities, uh, completely um, just inappropriate is, is the nicest word I can say about that candidate. Oof. Right? It's uh, literally scraping the bottom of the barrel of what she represented. <laughs> yes. And, and what was disappointing for me was the natives that did support her. Um, I came out and just, I, I called the natives that supported her, were voting for her, and our Trump, Custer Crows, man. Because those motherfuckers would have sold us the fuck out to Custer back in the day, given the chance. So, I'll, I'll let you keep going. I've, I've <laughs> ranted on that before, man. <laughs> well, I will, I'll, I'll say that, you know, one... You know we're gonna we're gonna go go right on the deep end in this. Yeah. You know so we're gonna we're gonna jump in. Yeah. Is that is that the very point of colonization, mm -hmm. the very the underlining foundation of colonizing a people. Yeah. Is is again it wasn't for equality. No. Because we were already equal. Yep. You know we we were already equal there there so it wasn't for equality. It, it was it was to it was to turn a people whoever they are and this happens all over the world. Yeah. Whoever they are, into the type of people that would submit to the rule of whoever is the the ruling class. Yep. Whether whether it be if, if it was in in Europe and the and the Romans came through uh, down into Africa, the the point was to colonize them, collect the resources, collect the taxes, and throughout that entire process, convince these folks that that probably lived perfectly happy lives into submitting to the authority of Rome. Yeah. And the only way you can do that in some cases is to turn against your own people. And and that was that's ultimately the the entire point of colonization is to take people that that didn't have an incl inclination to submit to any other authority 
and convince them to submit. And so that's why the boarding schools happen. This is why genocide happened. And, and so when I see our own people, you know, making decisions like this that are um, supporting <laughs> other people who clearly look down on us, who clearly don't have a very high opinion of us, yep. and still supporting them is, I think, well, I mean, I guess, I mean, that, that was the point. That, yeah. was, that was why colonization happened and what we're seeing is the end result of that and 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 the and the reality is is that we have to make sure that we don't continue to see our own people making decisions against their own people you know that that's that's madness to me um and and that's not an an anti-white thing or not an anti-anything thing it is just if 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 you take care of your own people, chances are you're going to be more concerned about all people. Yeah. You know, chances are you're going to be, because, because like, for example, within the, within the native community, if, if you are concerned about your, your brothers and sisters within the community, well, some of them are gay. Yeah. And so, you know, you're not going to, you're less likely to turn your back on the gay members of your community if you care about your community. And some of them, um, you know, might might do all kinds of other things that um, there are parts of our society that will would turn their backs on them because of, let's say, their religion. Um, let's say they're not a Christian. Uh, you know, some some people really don't like the idea of of some people not being a Christian. You know, I, I've never heard of one, but let's say <laughs> let's say yeah. there was a there was a a, a native uh, somebody somebody that was native that. That uh, joined the religion of, of Islam. Like yep. I said, I've never heard of that, but yeah. you know, let's say that happened. Yeah. Well, if, if you're if you're concerned about your own people, you're less likely to turn your back on anybody for these types of things. Yeah. So anyway, um, so to go back to the you know the folks that did support this candidate is 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 I don't want to speak disparaging against them. I, I don't want to create any kind of animosity but I do want to say that it is very unusual within within our community to have people support other people who clearly dislike us yes and that is unusual um, and 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 I, I don't think that happens in a vacuum <laughs> no I, you know I, I don't I think that comes from years and years and years of of all kinds of things happening and this is the end result of that yep. um, so so what we can do as a as a uh, community is really speak about why it is so important that we all look out for each other. You know why it is so important that that we make sure that again, looking out for your elders and your and your children and your neighbors, that means that you're more likely to look out for everybody. Yep. Uh, and and that that just just that's just human nature. If, if that's if that sense of community is ingrained in you, well, that that community can expand very easily. But if that sense of community is not ingrained in you, then it's such it's so much easier just to focus on just your own people, and then you can define your own people any way you want. And in some cases, uh, people can define their people as folks that aren't even in their community who look down on their community. Yeah. And um, and I think that that's a problem. So. So, the House District 36 election shed some light on a global problem. 
okay so so and I one thing I want to stress is this candidate her views are not unique okay no. so when we, okay how did we all find out about what she really thought about our communities well we saw her her prayer quote-unquote <laughs> right right and and that and it was published on it was published on a blog site or the, her ministry site and and it's my understanding and, and I may be inaccurate but that was up for a long time yeah okay it was up for a long time so that means that her her entire circle of people thought it was appropriate yeah everybody who read it thought it was appropriate yeah. like nobody sounded the alarm <laughs> until indigenous people happened to find it and yeah. identify it and then we're like whoa yeah what in the world is this manifest destiny nonsense in the 21st century how is this even a thing and 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 so what what that really points to is that again it's it wasn't just that candidate it is a global problem and um, and I, I think based on your audience, everybody knows about this, oh, yeah. about it. But for anybody that happens to be listening, um, essentially it was a it was a ministry uh, post on a on a on a, a website like a blog, I think. Yep. And it was it was presented as a prayer, and and what the prayer did is it is is it used language uh, that indigenous people are very familiar to. Yep. That kind of invokes God and and the, the Christian religion as a way to um, to to justify saying things about the indigenous community and that that are that are negative and disparaging while also using that using the religion to justify um, in some, in, and I don't remember the exact per words, but basically to silence the voices of, of indigenous people so industry can come in and do what industry does, which is, you know, uh, you know mine and, and forest and all these things, which, you know, uh, industry is important, but, but that's something that needs to be, that, that's a decision that we need to have as a community and not say, well, I, I'm asking God to quiet these people so we can make a ton of money, which is, which is, I think, kind of the core of manifest destiny of, of, you know, we, we want, we believe God has entitled us to these things. And, and this is something this candidate said on multiple occasions is that, that, you know, essentially, you know, her and her belief system was that there, she's entitled to these things. Yeah. And she's asking for God to silence the native voices so they can take what they're entitled to yep and and that's you know obviously that's very dangerous language coming from somebody in in a um in in politics and it's something that indigenous people have heard for hundreds of years yep you know and has, has been one of the foundational ideologies that led to genocide that led to the boarding schools and that has led to again our own people um, voting against us, essentially. Oh, yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn around. No, it's all good. It's all good. Um, and that falls in line with people like... Like, dude, you could support who you want, but when you when you actively support Trump and you're Native or you're a person of color or you're a woman, you're going against what you actually are. <laughs> um, and I have issues with that. And then people like, oh, yeah, because... 
look, this wasn't even our, it was like, motherfucker, quit being stupid and naive, <laughs> you know? Um, I, I was told one time that I was racist, and I, I told the person actually to shut the fuck up. I was like, how am I racist? My grandma was white, <laughs> you know? I'm only uh, just barely half native, <laughs> you know? I'm a half-breed like most of us. And he said, exactly, exactly, you're racist against white people. And I just, and I said, you know what, man? I'm going to need you to keep the same energy when I come home. Because I'm going to find you, and I'm going to need you to say this to my face. So, and nothing happened. He tried playing it off as a joke. But I take that shit serious, you know? It's like, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm racist against racism, (laughs) you know? You know, and that that brings up an interesting point of, of, is where we're at in our society is that... It's almost like speaking out against, you know, bigotry in all of its forms. Yep. Speaking out against all forms of bigotry is viewed by some people as though, like, like, like you know, I, I've been, if, if somebody says something racist to somebody else in the room, and I'm like, hey, man, don't, don't say that. Yeah. That's racist. And, and the, the person who said that racist thing how our society has kind of brought us to right now is that person that has said that racist thing believes that they're under attack unwarranted and that by me saying something to them that I'm being a racist against them and because I because I know exactly what you're talking about because because I've been called a racist as well by a very specific group of people for saying hey don't say that yeah that's really messed up. Yeah. And, and I don't care what race you are. I don't yeah. care what religion you are. I don't care what your situation is. That's messed up. That, <laughs> that's, you don't say, that's, you know, and, and um, a lot of people kind of lean on the, uh, well, you know, and everybody's so politically correct, you can't say anything. And I'm like, no, you can, you can say anything you want. Yeah. You know, you're more than welcome to yeah. say anything. But... But all societies have rules yeah. and, and guidelines, and 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 you know what? If, if you say something uh, really, really bigoted yeah. towards another human, I, I'm supposed to say something. Yeah, uh, you know it is my obligation to say it's, something. Um, uh, I, I think it was it was one of the coolest things I ever seen. Uh, was here in was here in town. I was at one of the local bars, and this this dude, um, this this young this young guy, he was. He was really tall. I've seen him at the bar a couple of times. I forget his name, but um, he was playing pool with one of his buddies. Yeah. And and um, and his buddy said something pretty homophobic as part of their conversation. Okay. And 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 the dude was and the dude was like, "Oh, hey man, we don't we don't we don't really do homophobic things here. We yeah. don't really say things like that here." And then and then that was it. Yeah. That, and then then they just and then they changed. And then the other guy's like, "Oh, my bad." And and then they moved on. And I think. I think those little those little things that we do when we catch them, yeah, and just say, you know what, hey, hey, man, you know, don't don't do that. That that's not cool. You yeah, know, it's the same thing. We we wouldn't allow our grandparents to be disrespected. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't allow our our children to be disrespected, and and we just have to always remember that everybody is somebody's child. Yeah, everybody is somebody's grandmother, and and we just there's nothing wrong with saying hey gosh that that was really kind of fucked up yeah 
don't don't say that and don't do that and and we can and that's and let's just end it there but i think what we're running into is that people aren't letting it in there they're like they're like doubling down on it (laughs) saying yep oh well you 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 because you don't you you won't let me say this then then you're racist against me or you're you're oppressing me and yeah. like, dude you're, you're not being oppressed yeah. you're, you're, you're being a, you're being an asshole and somebody's calling you out for being yeah. an asshole you know welcome to society yeah that, that's how society works it's a good system yeah you know um, when I was working at the airport um, the majority of my workers were uh, Filipino kids just recently out of high school and whatnot and uh, I was just kind of chilling in the computer computer room doing some work and whatnot and I heard them repeatedly using the N-word and calling each other the N-word. And um, I was like, damn, you know, it's like, are they going to, no one's checking them. Right. They were, they were all friends and then nobody's like, oh, don't say that, you know. And then we had a customer walk in. So I walked back there and said, hey, man, you guys, you guys need to chill on using the N-word. And they're like, what, what? And I was like, what do you mean, what, what? I was like, do you not understand how racist that is? Like, everybody says it. Like, yeah, everybody says it, man. It's all over social media. It's, look at this. It's from a Denzel movie. I'm like, okay, first off, you're not Mm African-American. Second off, I'm not here to let you normalize that word to where you could use it. I was like, I'm the manager. You guys are not to use it here. Like, how come? I said, okay. So I sat down. I said, because for starters, you guys don't think anything's wrong with it, right? Yeah, yeah, it's just... It's just a word and I said it's more than just a word trust me say so we got a customer out there and they're gonna be hearing you guys laughing and hooting and hollering calling each other the n-word and uh, if you have to go feel his plane he's gonna clearly see you're not an african-american it's like we have an online review page where they could go put this on the review page and then that will be for the bigwigs down in Texas to see. And that will be for our main boss between Sitka, Ketchikan, and, and Juno to see. I was like, it's not even going to be on you guys, man. I was like, I'm going to be the one taking the heat for this. I was like, so do you understand how it doesn't just affect you? How, how it's not just right here? I was like, you guys are yelling around. I could hear you guys up front. And they just got kind of quiet and they're like, well, we're just not going to say it here. I said, okay, you want to use that word out in the real world? Go right ahead. But as far as when you're working with me, man, that is to never be uttered again. And it took a few of those kind of just nose slaps. And and then, like you said, they were were so like, well, you're not going to stop us from saying it outside of work. Like that, that was the stand that they ended up taking. Yeah. And this was in 2014, man. It was crazy. Yeah, that's... It's just... Yeah, I, I think... And I, and I think you bring up a really good point of... Of when it comes to... You know, like, for example... Mm-hmm. Right now, there, there's some... There's some there's some craziness happening in our school district. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if you've paid... If you know what the whole story is. I don't know the whole story yet. Yep. I think I know enough about it to where... To where I'm gonna... I'm gonna poke my poke my head and, and see what's going on I've, I've talked to a couple people about it but when it comes to decency and and just being a good human that that stuff is good for business and you know and and, and when it comes and, and what I found 
because I've, I've had a lot of those similar situations as yours, nothing nearly as extreme. Yeah. But I've had a, a ton of people work for me where I've had to say, ooh, you know what? We, we can't say that. that. Yeah. That's not what you say. Yeah. That's, or, or, or little things like, you know, they talked about a, a group of people and I'd be like, they, they, I know they don't like being called that. So how about you don't ever call them that? Yeah. You know, little, yes. just, little, just little, little guidance yeah. here and there. And 99.9% of the time, the people understood, my employees understood that no, they're, they're not going to talk like that. And, and then everything went along just fine. You know, uh, if, if, if they never pushed it to the point where I had to sit down with them and say, OK, well, clearly I need to cut you loose. Yeah. Um, so but it was there. And I'm sure as they left work, they also they were just as bigoted or. Yes. Yeah. Still do it here. Still, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, is that when they when when we can limit that in the workplace, there's the possibility that it it also they it, it opens them up to a different perspective, which helps prevent it from spreading elsewhere yes um and i think that you know i don't and i think that that's important because when we look at um a couple of different examples here just in our school district i mean that that house candidate that we were just talking about she was on the school board yep she was on the school board with these views and 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 the way i look at it there's there's no way that somebody with these views that that didn't impact some of the policies and decisions that were handed down oh, yeah. to a population of, of a large population of indigenous children. Yep. So when we allow these things to 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 manifest and we allow these things to go unchecked, it has real consequences. And and I think that that the native communities um, really really took a stand in this in this election and say no we're not going to have this person represent us um i, I think heideberg voted against her at 87 percent awesome that is, that is incredible that's I mean, that awesome is, that is making your voice heard um, <laughs> yes that's awesome um, metlakatla was 84 percent and saxman was 78 percent nice um so all of these indigenous communities you know everybody stood up and is like no um and and the more we do that, and and again, it's 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 a this is a great example of how it's supposed to work in in the political arena. Is the people have a voice? Yep. The people need to feel comfortable with exercising that voice, and through through that, we have the best possible representation for our people, uh, whoever that is. And, yep. And so it's really important that that we. Whether you are indigenous or you're you're any group of people, you know I'm not I'm not it is it is would be disrespectful and against my values to be disrespectful to a white person just because they're white. Yeah. Okay. That is that is that you know that's not how things are done. Yeah. And and it doesn't and nobody should feel doesn't matter if you're white if you're black if you're gay if you're indigenous nobody should ever feel unwelcome or unsafe in a community simply because of the, just simply because they exist yep uh, and and we as a as a community as a native community I, I feel like as in general we've done a really good job of embracing that that entire philosophy I mean I mean just the fact that um, that the population is what it is is simply because 
you know, I'm not saying that there wasn't conflict. I'm not saying that there wasn't a lot of horrible things that happened. But yeah. But at, at, at the first contact, when Native people, when Indigenous people were introduced to other cultures, other people, they didn't just slaughter them all. Yeah. You know, they, they were able to form... Um, to, to form partnerships, to form businesses. Native people learned the, the language here on the you know, here on the coastal side. Um, there were there was lots of trading going on. Uh, you know, people learned French. People, you know, uh, on the eastern seaboard. Uh, you know, different different people came through there. The native people learned there. And again, I'm not gonna. I don't want to paint the picture as all utopia perfect. Yeah. But it was not a a general principle of these people are different than us so we need to destroy them <laughs> yeah okay? that that wasn't that's not a foundational principle so i think that in most of our native communities it's you know the foundation's already there of you know what just we're, we're all going to respect each other yeah. we're all going to look out for each other um and and a sense of community is is pretty strong so you know at the end of it this 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 election was very important here in, in here in this district. Extremely important, and and the native people did a really good job of making it important. But what we can't do is allow us allow ourselves to to waver. Yep. Is we have to continue because again, um, the the things that this house candidate believed are not unique. Nope. They're they're not. I mean, there are people that voted against her, but still voted for Trump. Yep. <laughs> and, and she is she is essentially um, Lady. Well, I, I call her Lady Trump with yeah. slightly better hair. Well, and another thing on that too was I hated her bullshit Alaskan first slogan because one, it's direct fucking from Nazism bullshit, and two, she's stealing that because Trump won with America First bullshit, which again got from my Kumpf, right? Um, so fuck both of them. I'll say it. Grant's too nice of a guy. And uh, I got no issues uh, being a fucking asshole about those two. Um, but I fucking hated that, man. Anytime I saw a sign and it was Alaskans first, and it was, I saw a native post. You you want your dividend? I talked to her. She's the one. She's going to get us a full dividend. And I was like, hold on, motherfucker. You said this about Dunleavy when he got voted in. Where the fuck did that get us? Right. <laughs> you know? Like fucking miss me with that bullshit. Yeah, and I think if I remember correctly, her first tagline was "Make Alaska Great Again." When like she first hit the scene, I remember because I, I I can almost swear that that's what it was when yeah. I first see it. But, but yeah, I, yeah, but I, I agree. Anytime you see anytime you see language like Alaska First or America First, um, it's always from the you know. I, from a, from an ideological standpoint, you know, fundamentally, there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. But that's always the whist, the dog whistle of a very specific group of people. Yep. That when they say, when they hear, let's say, America first, they're they're really only seem to be only concerned about a specific demographic oh, in yeah. America. It's not me or you. They want first. Yeah. That, yeah that's that's you know that it's it never is. Yeah. Um, and so I agree with you. Anytime yeah. we see language like that, yeah. you know, I, I do think that as as Alaskans, we do need to make policy decisions for the good of the state. I don't think there's anything fundamentally wrong with that. Um, but clearly, we have people 
that use this language to let everyone else know that that they're not talking about all of Alaska. No. They're, they're talking about a very specific group of people. Yeah. And and you're right. It's not me or you. Yeah. You know, and, and it never is when they use language like that. So, but fundamentally, there's nothing wrong with looking out for all of Alaska. You know, but the, the make some, sure it's all it's, of us. Yes, that that word <laughs> that the word of all is seems to be always vacant from 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 people who use this kind of language. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I I think what what you know what I would love to see mm-hmm. is is continuing the conversation throughout our communities, throughout Saxman, throughout Heidelberg, throughout Metlakatla. Yes, and and continue to make sure that. We, we're paying attention. We know what's going on. We we um, and and we really embrace the fact that that this particular candidate was not unique. Mm-hmm. And I, and I know I've said this like three times already. Mm-hmm. It's because it's so important that there were other people in office in Alaska, other people in um, you know he, here in the local government, even uh, people in the in Congress, people in the Senate. Um, I guarantee our governor yeah. uh, and everything I've seen from him, um, there are people that believe crazy things and in many cases use native people as a prop um, for their campaign. You know, they'll love, to, they'll love to get a picture wearing a blanket or with yeah. natives, but their, their policy decisions are, are not in, in our best interest. Yeah. Um, you're, you're, you're saying one thing, but you're doing a completely exactly. different other. And I, and I think it's important as Native people, we, we call that out, we identify it, and and we're and we and we're just as vocal and just as passionate all the time as we were in this election. I know it's exhausting. I know it's you know I, I know when this election season was over with everything I'd going on, I was man, I was spent. I, yeah. I needed. I need. I took like a two-week hiatus just yeah. to just to unwind, right? <laughs> yeah, it. You know, I just I just had to take a break. But, yeah, and, and so I know everything that goes into it. But at the same time, we have to remember that that we have essentially we have one job to do, and that is to make sure that our children and our grandchildren and their grandchildren live in a world that is um, that that where they're safe. Um, that is beautiful yeah. and can sustain a, a life that is built into, you know, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Yeah. That's our, that is, we have one job to do. Yeah. And, and that is it. And the only way we're going to be able to accomplish that is if we make sure that we're paying attention, make sure our children are engaged, and make sure we put forth a little bit of work. You know, we, we shave off a little bit of Netflix time. We shave off a little bit of of, of of YouTubing, we shave off a little bit of of searching down the, the different Amazon pathways, and, <laughs> yeah. and we say, okay, we're just going to devote as a community a little bit more time to paying attention to what's happening in the political arena, so we can ensure that our children, our grandchildren, their grandchildren, mm-hmm. have a world that that is safe, it is beautiful, and they can they can pursue those things of life, liberty. Life and liberty—it's yeah. so important, and so I think it's that, that we that we really need to to put forth a little bit of time to make that happen. And what might help is starting off with just your local politics, because that will be a gateway to your state, right? 
and which will lead to the United States policies and whatnot. So, yeah, and that that's a that's a really good point. I mean, a lot of what's happening at the national level, mm-hmm. you're right, happens mm-hmm. here locally. Yeah. Um, and and so knowing what's going on in the assembly, knowing what's going on at the council, um, you know, and even paying attention to what's what may be happening in our neighboring communities in their assemblies and their council, it uh, really does make a difference. Um, I don't know if you you saw there was a there was a, a guy running for the Sitka assembly on the last um, election. Yeah, that was a little. He was out there. Uh, yeah, he was out there. But he still got a bunch of votes, and um, we need to know this. We need to know where we're at as a society because, uh, you know, he's, uh, you know, pe- people can get into office. Uh, you know, you and I talked about QAnon earlier. Yeah. I mean, we have somebody that was just elected. She's a QAnon conspiracy theorist that was just elected um, uh, down south. I can't remember. Yep. I can't remember what state. Um, and you know, and, and the, shockingly, a Republican. <laughs> yes, yeah, I know. Color, color me surprised. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, and the, the point is, is that that these folks that that believe wild things and and believe crazy things about our communities, believe wild things about the people in our communities, they're not going to stop. They're going to keep going, and they're going to keep um, keep on keeping on. And so we have to as well. Yes. Uh, and that's ultimately what it comes down to. Agreed. Agreed. Um, is there anything else? I don't know. I mean, I mean, shoot. I mean, I can. We can go on about all kinds of things. <laughs> yeah. But, but that was the that was the main thing I wanted to talk the about. The juicy part. Yeah. You know, next time you come on, we should we should uh, go into how we've known each other from the '80s on the res to <laughs> how. Because I don't remember exactly when you took off. Uh-huh. But uh, we could go about our shared experiences on the res and then how you took off. And yeah. I don't know if you're on any other reservations or just living being a, a city native for a while. You well, know? I went to Haskell, um, which is uh, Haskell Indian Nations University. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that was uh, a, very, a very cool experience. Uh, so I got to meet natives from all over the country, yeah, and uh, that was tons of fun. But yeah, I mean, if you want to talk about kind of the other other pathways that that led me uh, around, and then back here to to Ketchikan, and uh, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah, Ketchikan's close to the res, man. Like yeah, uh, it is, yeah. Like uh, yeah, it's just everybody takes a different path. It's never. It's never straight like when you're in high school and you think it's going to be just A, B, C. It's like you're going through the whole alphabet, <laughs> you know. It's um, it's definitely interesting. I know it has been on my part because there's been a few times I the, the path I chose was exactly what I was asking for, right. <laughs> you know. Good or bad, man. Sometimes it's just bad. <laughs> and uh, But yeah, man... Um, this will be released tomorrow, and I will send you the link. Right on. And uh, what's your dog's name? Nuke. Nuke? Nuke, yep. Oh, hey, you just licked my ear. You got anything you want to say? He could be the voice of the voiceless. You want, want to say something? Well, I should be like, well, as a matter of fact, I do. <clears throat> Actually, Grant never asked that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, I'd like to thank you for coming on, man, and thank you for the hot chocolate. I love hot chocolate. You're welcome. And, uh, yeah, we'll make out some other time. We'll carve out some time, and we'll we'll go into just the upbringing we both 
kind of shared on the res and then how it obviously went a different direction for you right, and, right. and eventually led you back to southeast alaska yeah absolutely that sounds like a lot of fun it'd be a fun one man yeah. so thank you for coming on and right. i'll send you this link tomorrow sounds good thanks man later